And off we go with the first of a few Sunday editions of the Sports Sensei, Sensei Drew. Good afternoon to you, my friend. How are you? Doing great, Snowman. Great to see you on this special Sunday edition. And again, thank you to the fans. Thank you to you, Snowman, for all of you out there working with me as I start a new journey tomorrow morning. I'm excited. Ready to rock, but Snowman and I have to do this on Sundays for about a month or so until That's I can get fine. into my actual schedule. Then once I get to my actual schedule, I'll be able to continue on with the Monday and Tuesdays. Hardcore podcast days. <laughs> uh, quick update on the scoreboard. The Suns beat Dallas 130-126. to Only one win for Kyrie since he joined the Mavericks. More on that in a moment. Third quarter score, Lakers 62, Warriors 57. This is after the Lakers... Led, they've led for much much of the game, but they made a mistake and let the Warriors back in it. Led by 15 after one, uh, Lakers led by one at halftime as the Warriors scored 36 in the second quarter. It's a five point game right now, and also third quarter score. Pacers lead the Bulls 82 to 73. While we're on the subject of the NBA, I've said something on all of my shows that people don't tend to believe, but as a five game winning streak, which I hope they'll make six at the end of this show. To be the champs, you must unseat the champs. Of course, I'm talking about the Golden State Warriors. Maddingly inconsistent all year. I have never shied away from saying that. But it's March, and since they drew, they seem to have gotten their act together. You know, Snowman, I've been giving you so much heat over the fall. (laughs) You know, I'm not... It's not quite time to give you the receipts yet because we're not in the playoffs yet. Right. But when you look at this Golden State Warriors team, they are four games over 500 at 34 and 30, currently against the Lakers right now, down by five mm-hmm. in the third quarter with 908 left in the third quarter. So when I look at this team, if they lose to a LeBronless Lakers today, then we're going to have another conversation next Sunday at 5.05 p.m. Eastern time. But for right now, in this moment, Snowman, I will give you a half a receipt. I will tear a receipt in half, and I will give you a a half a receipt. receipt. Give me a quarter of a receipt, because as you said, I'll take a quarter of a receipt, because as you said, we're not into April yet. You know, it's not April 9th, which is the end of the season, and we're not in the playoffs as of yet. But I'll say it again. 
this team, this world championship team, which has been maddeningly inconsistent against the likes of the Lakers, minus LeBron, especially today, against the likes of the Sacramento Kings, who are a game out of, of the second seed in the West, against teams like Denver, who has led the West for most of the season, a lot of people, and I'll take you out of the equation because, you know, you actually speak the truth, and I love you for that. A lot of people want to write Golden State off. You know, people say, oh, they're finished. They're finished. Um, let's see. How does Lee Corso put it? Not so fast, my friend. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you, when you gotta put everything in perspective for for the first part of the season throughout the fall, they were struggling, and mm-hmm. I was giving you a hard time about it. Yep, and you know, you, you can't as, really as get well too you excited. Should, as well you should have, as yeah, exactly, well because they were struck, they were struggling. Period. And, and when you look struggling. at the record at thirty four and thirty, Snowman, you still see that as still kind of it's still on the upward from what they were, but they're still struggling. Thirty four mm-hmm. and thirty is still a struggling record. So that's why I say I was okay, I guess I was being generous and giving you a half a receipt. I'll tell yeah. I'll accept your quarter of a receipt. I will give you a quarter of a receipt right now because you're on the upward swing. Yeah. But you are still struggling with a four games over 500 record. So it's still positive. It's still better than the last time you and I brought up this topic. of True. The Warriors. True. So I have to give you your praise there. That's why a quarter of a receipt is acceptable. Uh, I might've been pushing the envelope a little too far with the half a receipt, but I accept my, my fault at that. And I accept your praise in the same yeah. time by accepting that. The quarter it's like, well, shucks. Tell the truth with all. I tell the truth with all my teams. You've been, you've been with me. Cole's written with me. Uh, my wife's listening to the show and, it, and, and, she doesn't even ask. She just she just says, "Okay, just tell the truth about the team," which is which is what I do. Um, speaking of speaking of truth, the Milwaukee Bucks are the most dangerous team in the Eastern Conference right now, and the team I believe they're going to play in the Eastern Conference Finals come Memorial Day weekend or early June. The only team that can defeat them in a seven game series is the Boston Celtics. What about those two teams in the Eastern Conference right now? Those two teams, I mean, if last year the playoffs were pretty stacked with those two teams in them, and they were making noise throughout the playoffs as well. I mean, I know your Golden State Warriors eventually ended up winning, but you got to look at what the Milwaukee Bucks have done over the course of the last few seasons. True. They've been knocking on the door for the past few seasons, making an impact within mm-hmm. the league. Okay. So when you think about what Giannis has done for that team, you know, has brought him a championship already. And you think about everything that is encountered for this league as an impact of Giannis Antetokounmpo, mm-hmm. you have to look at the, what he's done. And the fact that they are 45 and 18 and the, the Celtics are 45 and 19, there's only a, a half of a game separating the two of them in the top mm-hmm. Eastern Conference. Yeah. It's going to be interesting if we see the two of them navigate their way through the playoffs and end up as the one and two seeds at the end of the season, but then end up in the Eastern conference finals as a result of the way things pan out, because that would be a money matchup and that yeah, would go seven games and it should, and it would be entertaining for that to happen as well. Yeah. They went seven games uh, last year with Boston pulling it out. Let's go to the fanatics feedback zone. Chris Dietz from fifth down sports joins us. The Sunday sports senses are here. Thank you. Hawk TV with us, joining us from Atlanta. Say hi, senseis, and hello to you. Uh, Bucks just lost to the Sixers uh, earlier in the weekend. That is true. And he also says, however, when the chips are pushed all in, the Bucks will welcome all challengers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm not. I'm not even going to be surprised. I will not be. Hey, salute, Hawk TV. 
I will not be a bit. I will not be a bit surprised. And he also says, and in football, I'm all in on Washington trading up to add to nab Anthony Richardson. I think that will be a mistake. Yeah, I believe that will be a mistake for the simplest of reasons. And we talked about this before quarterbacks who are not ready versus the ones who are the the quarterback that's going to fall to the later rounds is going to be one that played for the national championship. And I'm talking about Max Duggan of Texas Tech, uh, Texas uh, TCU. I beg your pardon. Why is he going to fall? I, I know we're going to we were going to talk about football later, but let's just take a peek at it right now. Why I mean, is he I, going to fall into the later rounds when he played for a national championship? I mean, it's a sad story of that, but when it comes to what he was saying just now about Washington trading up and getting Anthony Rich, I don't, I don't want them to make moves for a quarterback, man. Right. Like they, they've already got Sam Howell, who if you put the right pieces around him, he's going to do good things there in Washington. And I'm not right. saying this as a right. uh, formerly known as the R-E-D-S-K-I-N-S fan, you know, mm-hmm. of the commies. In Washington, Landover, wherever you want to call them at. But the fact <laughs> is, is this team right here in general, you think about what has transpired within the past season and mm-hmm. what Sam Howell did with one game. Now, if he would have had more games to prove some more talent, I can see where the naysayers are saying he's only had one game to prove it, and it was the last game of the season. Well, he right. still did something with that last game of the season that even though he didn't throw for over 200 yards, he still had positive production and led the team to a victory. Mm-hmm. So when I think about what Sam Howell has done, and Heineke is a solid backup, bring him back. I yes. mean, Heineke still did great things as a starter too. So if you have the two of them as the one-two punch, definitely let wins go and use that money somewhere else and, and invest that throughout the offensive line. Get yourself another tight end, another complimentary piece of wide receiver for Terry McLaurin where you can have somebody in the slot. There's mm-hmm. some other moves you can make. Um, you know, defense is doing pretty, pretty good. But when you think about trading up, they've done enough trading and stuff within the past decade. The, the right. RG3 debacle, you know, they, they got dividends for one year, but then once he got hurt in the playoffs that first year, everything was downhill at that point. Yeah, so everything, I, everything was downhill from there. I, I don't I don't agree with, with trading up. I mean, Anthony Richardson is a quarterback. He's not a receiver. Mm-hmm. But he can really throw. I mean, don't don't take anything that I'm saying wrong. As as the words of Rob Johnson said last night when he posted this, I just remember him saying something about this. And he just needs to be developed. You know, yeah. like Aaron Rodgers, yeah. who fell to 25 for a reason. If mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson falls, he can be developed just like Max Duggan. But I just don't want to see the the commies trade up in waste picks when they can utilize those picks somewhere else and have Hal be that guy. We haven't had an, an actual guy walk in the building except for these veteran guys that have been signed off the street. We haven't had a, anybody come in the building and be like the guaranteed number one who was drafted within the system since like Kirk Cousins. Yes. And, and I, there needs to be some stability there. I'll tell you a tight end. You you mentioned this position of tight end since we're uh, talking Redskins and talking NFL. I'll give you a name that's a diamond in the rough. And it's the alma mater of one Dallas Goddard talking about South Dakota State. Look at Tucker Craft. Tucker Craft out of South Dakota State is the the quintessential tight end. He can block. He can make some catches. You put him in that system and develop a running game, then I think Washington will be right there. They've got to get offensive pieces because – what you would want to do is what the Colts did with Peyton Manning. Give him the keys now. Yeah. Washington needs to do that to Sam, for Sam Howell 
and give him the keys now. So he can learn the system. He's already got one game, one game, uh, one game's footage in. He's got one game in, last game of the year. Then I I I take a chance if and and to to your point, if you can put the correct pieces around him, I'll take a chance on Howell. Uh Deets in the chat uh in the Fanatics feedback zone. I'd rather have Stetson Bennett or Max Duggan in the third round as a backup rather than the first round pick on a backup quarterback. I agree with that. And I I said this about quite a few quarterbacks, including Bryce Young, and I raised a lot of eyebrows. And I'll make this point before we go to break. Bryce Young is not ready. I would not take a chance on him either. I'll take a chance on Sam Howell already being in that system and Tucker Kraft from South Dakota State as a piece to put around him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree with that one because it's like everybody wants to like when they have one particular problem within a team, everybody wants to say, let's trade up and select this one person. Mm-hmm. If you play this, this is like playing the lottery. If you play yes. your cards right, the, everything will fall in place and you don't need to be spending all these high draft picks or wasting potentially millions of dollars on a guy who might not be the guy speaking of the guy and the thing snowman you're talking about going to commercial break soon i sent you a commercial just now in your um, email account for your gmail I'll and it is to. it is the commercial just like you play the um kfabe express one this one is the inner out sports debate commercial the first ever in or out sports debate commercial that and i developed part, last week and, and the best part it won't be the last one yeah no it, it won't not, it will it will not be the it will not be the last one so but back to, in, but, but well, I want to say one what? more thing about the draft while you were while I was saying, yeah. saying it so that we maybe you could download it. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Anyway, with what we were saying about the this NFL draft that's coming up, we've already got a lot of mix-ups coming now within the past week since the last time Stoneman and I had our last episode, episode eleven. Jalen mm-hmm. Carter gets the warrant, gets arrested, and has to go through everything that's happened with him in the yep. past week uh, yep. for what happened with that car accident. And mm-hmm. then you think about that and how that just shuffled the entire top three picks of the board. That Mm -hmm. just changed the entire trajectory of this draft because do you think, Snowman, this question I'll ask you before we go to break, do you think he still deserves to go number one overall after all that news unraveled this week? Well, considering the fact that the Bears are picking number one and we all know how they have picked, especially lately, um, deserves to go number one? As a talent, yes. As a person, no. Not with all that hanging, not with all those legal problems hanging, hanging over their head. We'll put a pin in it there and we'll discuss that even further when y'all come back to the Sunday edition of the Sports Senseis with Brian and Drew. We'll be back. <laughs> My man, snowman, fire right there. I love it. Here's an important message from the Diabetes Solution Center. 
Do you like pricking your fingers to test your blood sugar levels? No one does, but it's important to maintain your health. And now, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you don't need to prick your fingers anymore. It's easy to use and helps you make more accurate diabetes treatment decisions. If you are testing your blood sugar three or more times daily, injecting insulin, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now. And if you have Medicare or most major insurance coverage, you may be able to get a new CGM at little to no out-of-pocket cost. Shipping is free and we'll even bill your insurance company for you. If you are testing your blood sugar three or more times daily, injecting insulin or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now to learn how to end the painful finger sticks and get your own continuous glucose monitor or CGM at little to no out-of-pocket cost. The original Think Drink is back. Level up with proven ingredients formulated to crush your competition. No gimmicks, no jitters, no messing around. Just high-potency results that keep you moving day or night. There's a new nerd in town, and we came to play. Nerd Focus. Smarter than energy. Steph Curry. Tim Anderson. Jordan Alvarez. And it's caught. Debo Samuel with the catch. Michael Jordan can sense. The throw just got the king. BS3 Network. The hottest of hot takes. The coldest of cold hard facts. This is Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. Weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. Right? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a show that has better quality commercials than the TNT broadcast, the Sports Sensei's Unleashed. I don't hate you for that because it's the truth. <laughs> when I heard you say round two, I was like, this is a perfect way to fit it in there. So oh, yeah. I had oh, to. Yeah. But, you know, I love doing that stuff with you, Snowman. And, and one thing we were talking about, you know, with the discrepancies within sports and mm-hmm. Jalen Carter, you know, to finish that last segment off, what about Ja Morant in the latest that's come out this next. past week? You know, you, you, I had a feeling that you were because that was, it was part of the segment part and that you were talking about that, you know, and it, you think about the Instagram video, mm-hmm. you think about how this dude chilling with the shirt off in a club, waving a pistol, apparently pistol whips a teenager last, last summer in a club as well. All this is just now coming out after the video, which I find yep. pretty wild, like six months later, pretty much. Yes. But when you think about all of that, what are your thoughts about John ja Morant and his decision to do an Instagram live video, waving a pistol around? First of all, I never thought I'd pose this question, but I'm going to pose it anyway. Why do these young athletes have social media? That's part one. <laughs> That's part one. Think about it. That's part one. Part two, why do they misuse it so much? Because you're going to be, I don't know what the rules are, you know, about being in a club, but I would think one of them is you can't bring a weapon into the establishment. 
So what the hell is John Moran? And I don't know if he has a license to carry. There are apparently a lot he of does. Uh, apparently, okay. Apparently and, he does. But yeah. even though you have a license to carry, what the hell are you doing in a club with a gun in the first place? This is from someone who is not a club goer, will never be a club goer, has never been a club goer. But I'm just thinking, why are you doing this knowing who you are, number one, knowing your status, number two, number three, and I know Dietz, Dietz and I are going to argue about this, but I and I know it's early. I know it's early in the case, but you're putting your career at risk. You are putting your career in peril. Apparently, Nike's still going to back him after all this, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so far, right, right now, we'll see how much more that's unravels. How, that's how it looks. That how that's how it looks so far. That is how that's how it looks so far. I mean, but he's twenty three years old. I mean, this goes to show that you shouldn't be giving these kids these supermax deals, right? At, the, at these ages, because they can't handle it. I mean, they're acting immature. I mean, they like if if they want to put all these uh, stipulations on coming into the league, Snowman, like you mm-hmm. have to do the one and done at least in college. I feel like they need to do away with that. Let them come into the league yeah. after high school if they want to, but put a particular like how the nfl has rookie deals yeah they need to have rookie deals in the nba too like you need to have like Mm -hmm. a four-year deal and you need to be a certain age before you can get a supermax deal you need to be like at least 25 26 years old right before you can get that because this dude was at like what 22 years old when he pistol whipped the team yeah okay so you think about how young he was he'd already gotten paid it's like these kids can't handle the money so he's not mature enough to be able to handle the money going into clubs champagne pistol whipping teenagers waving a gun around shirtless on instagram live it is just absolute it's horrendous it is and and it's did did he murder somebody or actually like he physically hurt somebody by pistol whipping but did he actually like like maliciously wound somebody no should he be like heavily suspended no fine yes and probably have to do some type of community service in a way that against not like abuse or something yeah, so that way you can learn to not abuse people. But at the same time, Snowman, it's like when you think about the image of the NBA, there has been an image, a dark cloud over the NBA yes. since it was created. There's been so many monikers thrown out there, and I'm not excusing them whatsoever. Right. But when you are doing your damnedest to get away from those stereotypes that were preceding you from many decades ago, this mm-hmm. is the stuff that actually hurts you. In the long run, like if you want to do better for the league, for the image of the league and for your culture in general, you need to behave and be an upstanding human being. And this yes. behavior by someone, no matter what the race, the color, religion, mm-hmm. is not good for anyone in general, let alone when you're trying to defend yourself from so many preceding stereotypes for so many decades. Absolutely right. You know, we all know the punch by Rudy Tomjanovich to Kermit Washington. They're still trying to get out from under that. The malice in the palace in 2004. And now you have all these young basketball players coming in physically ready, but not mentally ready. You know, and I've said this about quite a few players that are established already, you know, with their game and with their attitude off the floor. It's not the physical game I'm worried about. It's it's up here. It's between the ears. That that worries me. And John Moran is just the latest case in, you know, pro- proving my point. 
Let's go to the feedback zone. Uh, Chris D says, there are clubs on my street with armed security guards on Friday and Saturday night. I walk by them because if they need armed security, that's not a, a place I need to be. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. I'm Like I said, I am not a club goer, never will be a club goer, never have been a club goer. And Dietz adds this. If you need a gun with you when entering an establishment, you shouldn't be at said establishment. Here is the word I'm going to use. Drew has used it with me off the air, and we talked about it in our pre-show meeting, entitlement. Absolutely. Because they got paid. Because they... I don't think you should get a Supermax deal until you win a title. Yeah. I I really I really think that to be the case. I understand wanting to lock up the talent for as long as you can. But the main idea is to be an upstanding citizen for your team, part one. Part two, it's to win championships. Note the plural. And I know people are going to come at me saying, well, Steph Curry got a max contract. Correction. Steph Curry got two max contracts and four NBA championships. Yep. Big difference. Very big difference. Big difference. Giannis Antetokounmpo got a max, and he has a title. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are on their way because you know if they deliver a title this year, they're locking them up. Yep. When you're on the precipice of winning a title or multiple titles, Again, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, all right? When you're on the precipice of winning multiple titles, that's when you should lock them up. Because if you think about it, after the Warriors won in 2015, when they won the title in 2015, what happened that summer? Bob Myers and company company locked up Steph Curry. They did. You're not getting away from us after you brought us the first title in 40 years. They did. It It paid dividends for both sides, though. Yep, they, they they did exactly what they was they did exactly what they were supposed to do. I mean, without <laughs> without Steph Curry being there, KD wouldn't have showed up, and they wouldn't have gotten those other two as well. Exactly. Um, uh, Chris Deeds again. He didn't pistol whip the kid. He fought the kid with a gun in his shorts. At least from the affidavit David I saw, he didn't use the gun. That's there's, the other thing. There's multiple reports coming out. I mean, I, I'm not saying that you're wrong, Deeds, but I'm just saying that like. Uh, the, there's multiple reports going on about that, and I've seen more reports about the pistol whipping of the teenager yep. that seem to be different from what mm-hmm. the, the original um, allegations were. So yeah. um, it, it, there, there could be some misconstrued stuff within the media. I, mm-hmm. I could have it received some false information right. uh, to A. Pizzle, who just said, bow to your sensei. Uh, <laughs> What's up, A. Pizzle? But to, to what Dietz was saying, it's like, I'm not discrediting what you're saying, but I'm yes. just saying with along with what I've seen and, and read leading up to our episode today, so far, it looks like there was an incident at some point to where he pistol whipped a teenager. But again, the people can be misled in information because the people mm-hmm. that are actually involved could be saying one thing to one reporter and one thing to another, or people could just be yep. making stuff up. I'm just relaying what I've heard and seen on the, on the TV. But uh, when it comes to this situation, no matter he pistol whipped a kid or he 
fought a teenager, mm-hmm. regardless, with the gun in your pocket, there was still a gun around. You are an NBA superstar trying to uphold an image, trying to help build a brand bigger than once it, what it once was. And what we're saying is when you have all these different stereotypes going around for all these years, yes, that we they've been brought up in so many several different cases that we don't even have to bring them up now. No, all we basically have to just literally reiterate is the fact of you're not doing anything to help rebuild the brand. Mm-hmm. And that's he's, that's he's hurting it more than he's helping it. He is. He is. Hawk TV in the uh, Fanatics feedback zone. If you're a player that enters contractual agreements, this is on the floor and off the floor. Of course, I'm talking about uh, sponsors and advertisers. It's imperative that you become the best player slash role model. Do I need to mention Stephen Curry? And what he's done for Under Armour? And the city and the cities by the bay, Oakland, San Francisco, you know, that right, that right there should, um, that right there should tell you what kind of role models you should look for. And now Dietz, once again, pistol whipping is use of a deadly weapon. So true. That's a serious crime. <laughs> the reports that the reports that are coming out, I'm seeing both. I, I'm seeing both sides, both things being said. He pistol whipped a kid. He fought a kid. There's some more research that we there's some more research that we have to do. Pause here. We'll take a break. And when y'all get back, we're going to pick into the college football. uh, Crystal ball. Can Georgia do it again? We'll discuss when y'all get back. This is a Sunday edition of the Sports Sensei's back in a flash. The original Think Drink is back. Level up with proven ingredients formulated to crush your competition. No gimmicks, no jitters, no messing around. Just high potency results that keep you moving day or night. There's a new nerd in town, and we came to play. Nerd Focus, smarter than energy. Steph Curry. Tim Anderson. Jordan Alvarez. And it's caught. Debo Samuel with the catch. Michael Jordan can sense. The throw just got the king. BS3 Network. The hottest of hot takes. The coldest of cold hard facts. This is Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. Weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. So this thing called sports, it has fans again. It has full stadiums, full arenas, and more. And you want to be a part of it, don't you? Of course you do. If you begin to scour the resale market, there will be tickets available. And what you need to get those tickets that you want so badly is SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the app available to you that lends a hand in helping you get the tickets that you want for the events that you want. SeatGeek rates the tickets on a 1 to 10 scale, and the best part is the tickets are vetted for authenticity so you know what you are getting and you know you are not getting scammed. And now you can save even more by using the code SNOWMAN and getting 20 bucks off with your very first purchase. Yes, you can do all of that with the power of SeatGeek, helping you get to the games that you want so you fans can fan. So let's all fan.
at it here on a special Sunday edition of the Sports Senseis. Drew Willingham joins me, and a scoreboard update reads, Steph Curry just drilled a 29-foot three-pointer. 731 remains in the game, and the Warriors are back within one, 87 to 86. That's, of course, taking place at, I can't say the current name, at the Staples Center. I can't say the current name right now. Let's go to college football, shall we? And I watched some of the Georgia highlights. We know Stetson Bennett's uh, in the in the draft. They got a couple of good backups. I'm talking about the Georgia Bulldogs. I will ask plainly, can the dogs make it three in a row for the first time since 1936? Can they make it three in a row? I don't think so, Snowman. Um, I, I mean, when you think about everything that's transpired in the past two seasons, they've done great work within mm-hmm. the past two seasons of gotten back-to-back national championships. Yeah. But it's hard enough to get one, yes. let alone back to back. You want to tell me that they're going to run it back for a third time? They would make this look easy. They would be absolutely video game. It would not be fair to the NCAA playoff bracket schedule. Now, after this season, starting in 2024, there will be an expansion to the playoffs. Right. And we will see a different playoff format that I do appreciate at least having the playoff format that we have now because it's not like we're hand-picking the national championship like what yes. used to transpire in the past. Yes. So yes. we are seeing a better, more competitive level towards the national championship. But I feel like once 2024 gets here, if and if they get that third straight championship this year, Snowman, then it would be a absolute great thing for college football for us to have this change in 2024 because it will have only proven that the past three years would not have happened had it had the expansion happen before 2024 i'm going to disagree with you i think they can run it back matter of fact i think they will stop it what i disagree but go ahead my bad (laughs) (laughs) shut up I believe I really believe Georgia can run it again. They have the best player in college football in tight end Brock Bowers, who's going to be a junior this year. They will reload at quarterback. You know, I'm taking notes that Dietz has brought me, but I'm looking at how they were supposed to not be even in the college football playoff conversation after they lost all the first rounders they did to the NFL, including the Kobe Dean. And yet, they didn't just run the table, except for the game at Missouri. They rolled through everybody. Oh, except for the game at Missouri and the incredible win against Ohio State in the playoff in Atlanta. They absolutely rolled through everybody. And they already got two good backup quarterbacks. One of them is going to claim the starting job. This year, in place of Stetson Bennett, who's headed for the NFL, that defense is going to stand up and stand tall against everybody. And, of course, we're, we're talking about the SEC. Uh, the only, and I'm going to have bile in my mouth in saying this, but the, the only thing, the only team, I beg your pardon, that can think about challenging them is Alabama. And that won't happen until the SEC championship in Atlanta. Because they're in two different, they're in two different divisions. I not only think they can run the table again, I believe they can run the table again. 
I absolutely believe they can run the table again. I disagree, Snowman. I disagree, even though you gave me a great case there. (laughs) I'm just saying, I disagree on the merit of the fact of you now have a game changer in college football in 2023, and you know where that game changer is? It is going to be in Texas when Arch Manning starts and leads them to the legendary Final Four before the Um, changeup in 2024. I just just have one question, and I know I'm going to get a lot of pushback in the the feedback zone, and I know I'm going to – have a laugh giggling up in me because I already know the answer. Who the hell is Arch Manning? Stupid! <laughs> <laughs> if I ask a question like that and cause Drew to yell at me, <laughs> <laughs> oh, te- Texas is going to be a problem this year. I believe it. Texas, Texas is going to be a problem. The problem with the Longhorns, they gave up more leads than they should have this past year. That's the only problem i have with texas i would love to see texas challenge for the national championship i would love to see a repeat of 2005 when vince young let them and had them run all the way i wouldn't mind seeing texas and georgia battle for the national championship but that georgia defense is going to be a problem for opponents they're just they're just going to be it's just going to be a problem. And Parts of them are going to get drafted or kind of drafted in this year's NFL draft, so there's not going to be but so dangerous, Snowman. Really? <laughs> really? So you don't think... Wait a minute. So you don't think that the dogs can get to Houston and run it for a third straight time? Not when they're producing convicts like Jalen Carter. Scoreboard update from the United Center. The Bulls have come back from 12 down, and they're within a point, 112-111, as they trail the Indiana Pacers. Later on tonight, it's the Knicks in Boston on ESPN. That's in Boston. Milwaukee travels to the Bullets in Washington, and Memphis and the Clippers play this evening and i hope i i look jaw or no jaw i hope the clippers get absolutely obliterated and dub city is still losing to the lebronless lakers in this exact moment down, down three half a nope shut your mouth tie game 91 apiece they still haven't gotten the lead and so they're, they're still no, down they so, man. no they're not down they're even I don't care if they're even. They still haven't gotten the lead. To me, they are still down, Snowman, because now the LeBron you clean your glasses? have it's the a tie ball. game at 91 apiece. My glasses look fine, Snowman. Like, no, they see. don't. They look a little foggy. I, mean, I can see just fine. I mean, it's, it's the computer. It's the computer, man. Like, it's the computer. Yeah. <laughs> Other games tonight. Charlotte goes to Brooklyn to take on the Brooklyn mess. That's a 6 o'clock start. Portland and Orlando from the Magic City. Utah travels to OKC, and the Lakers just regained the lead uh, with Troy Brown uh, uh, getting a layup, 93-91, 4.58 left in that one. Dan Lovely's with us. Yes. They can hear you. Oh, I, I want him to hear me. I want him to hear me. 
Chris Dietz in the feedback zone. Texas still has no defense. Arch Manning won't help on that side of the ball. True. That's Come the, on, Dietz. That's the point. That's the point I'm making. That is the point I'm making. To win the national championship, you got to have a defense to back up your offense. And Texas does not have a stand-up, stand-out defense to compete with the likes of Georgia. So and for that it. reason alone, for that reason alone, I say Georgia can make it three in a row. Give this year's freshman class a little bit more hope, Snowman. No. Because Arch is no. going to be bringing in his guys. It's just like a new coaching staff changeover. He is going to bring some guys in the freshman class and be good on both sides of the ball. No. So watch this be a Manning-led squad that's going to get to the final four this season. You no. watch, Snowman. No. Watch. No. No, 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 no. And again. No, 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 no. And even with the point that Dietz and I make about Texas not having a defense, look at the conference that they play in, and they're going to the SEC. Man, please. All I got to ask you is this. What in the all types of blue hell are you thinking? Shout out to Chris Bates. Shout out to Chris Bates. That's indeed. <laughs> Shout out to Chris Bates. Shout out to Chris Bates on that one. But honestly. No, no. I'm cleaning my glasses now, Snowman. Just I know you. you're cleaning but, the fog off of them. I know that. But I know where we. I know what you need to do. What? And this is something we have not discussed yet. Is the what? XFL? We have not gone down the pattern of the XFL. We have to show them some love, Snowman. Mm. XFL has been doing some great things in the past few weeks. Let me think about it for two minutes, and we'll come back. I'll come back with a decision. I'm probably going to go there because my Battle Hawks lost today. Doggone it! What a great game game in D.C. D.C.'s undefeated. St. Louis no longer undefeated. They go home to St. Louis. We'll discuss all of that when you all get back as we come down the the straightaway and down the stretch of the Sunday Sports Center. Original Think Drink is back. Level up with proven ingredients formulated to crush your competition. No gimmicks, no jitters, no messing around. Just high-potency results that keep you moving day or night. There's a new nerd in town, and we came to play. Nerd Focus. Smarter than energy. Steph Curry. Tim Anderson. Jordan Alvarez. And it's caught. Debo Samuel with the catch. Michael Jordan can sense. The throw just got the king. BS3 Network. The hottest of hot takes. The coldest of cold hard facts. This is Snowman in the Morning with Gold Johnson. Weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. So this thing called sports, it has fans again. It has full stadiums, full arenas, and more. And you want to be a part of it, don't you? Of course you do. If you begin to scour the resale market, there will be tickets available. And what you need to get those tickets that you want so badly is SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the app available to you that lends a hand in helping you get the tickets that you want for the events that you want. 
SeatGeek rates the tickets on a 1 to 10 scale, and the best part is the tickets are vetted for authenticity so you know what you are getting and you know you are not getting scammed. And now you can save even more by using the code SNOWMAN and getting 20 bucks off with your very first purchase. Yes, you can do all of that with the power of SeatGeek, helping you get to the games that you want so you fans can fan. So let's all fan. Welcome back to a show that hates LeBron on an extremely severe basis. The Sports and Says Unleashed. <laughs> Those one-liners are Drews. Now the stretch we come here on this special Sunday edition of the Sports Senseis, and I got to give it up to your DC defenders, man. It, it looked like they were going to be blown out of the joint, <clears throat> especially when A.J. McCarron took the Battlehawks down and got them the lead in the third quarter, but that defenders, that defense stood up tall, and the offense, the offense came to life. I got to hand it to you. Matter of fact, hold on. I got to do something here. Uh, defenders defeat Battlehawks in a close game. Here you go. I'll answer that. I didn't even pick. I didn't even pick that game, but I knew it was the game of the weekend. I knew it was the game of the weekend. And I will say, do not be surprised if they meet again in the playoffs. These are two of the best teams so far in the XFL, even with St. Louis having the getting handed the first loss of the year. Rob and I discussed it on episode um, 83 of the Inter-Out Sports Debate that we felt like this was going to be the matchup of the week mm-hmm. uh, for, for potentially, let alone the week, but the year. Um, yeah. And it yeah. didn't disappoint as – the Battlehawks had a chance there at the end to come back. They did. Um, and, and they only lost 34 to 28. They mm-hmm. were losing 34 to 20 in that it moment. Was where it, was like, it was like 20 some seconds left in the game, and they scored that final one. And then still got the ball back. Yes. But we're able, weren't able to do anything with the time that they had left. And, and right. Unfortunately, the demise right. was there with no, not enough time left on the clock. But AJ McCarron coming out of here and playing for his kids is doing some great things in the XFL and to help boost this league. I, it reminds me of WWE and AEW when AEW mm-hmm. came out in 2019. This is like NFL's version of WWE versus AEW. Right. Like, I want the XFL to stay its own commodity. Yes. And if you want to have, like, a minor league for the NFL, mm-hmm. like a, a pool in the USFL, have that be like your NFL Europe type of deal where you're still developing younger players to where they have a, ch- a chance to get to the NFL. I Agreed. think the XFL should be separate. Because Agreed. there's certain play styles that are different. You only have to have one foot in bounds for it to be a complete catch. Right. Like there's certain like clock management differences, certain mm-hmm. things between play calling and then the referee management and overall game management. There's mm-hmm. so many different things that I like that are different between the XFL and what that has over the NFL. And it, it, yeah. for me as a fan of football, like I'm drawing it in and I am constantly trying to preach the game of the XFL to the likes of snowman and others to keep them hype. I ain't got to preach it to me. They watch it. You don't have to preach. You don't have to preach to me. I'm hooked. I was hooked in 2020 before they shut it down due to COVID and I'm hooked now. I was hooked in 2001 breath? snowman. Yep. When they had to lay on their back and roll over and sprint towards the 50 yard line to get the football. 
and Vince McMahon was there, and it looked sweet. Mm -hmm. But, of course, they didn't handle it right, and we had to wait 20 years for it to come back, for him to mishandle it again, for Mm -hmm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson to get it, and now it's handled properly on the third time, the third go-around, the third time is hopefully the charms. Hope so. Hope so. Uh, Scoreboard update, the uh, Orlando Guardians lead the... Austin Renegades, the Arlington Renegades, I beg your pardon, 9-3. to They're in the fourth quarter. That's a low-scoring game. The Sea Dragons beat the Vipers on Thursday, that final, that, uh, yesterday, I beg your pardon, that final 30-26. to Last game of the night, the San Antonio Brahmas and the Houston Roughnecks go at it down in Texas. Houston favored by four and a half. That is an 8 p.m. kickoff. And it's getting late at the Forum. And it looks like the Lakers are going to put this one away. They lead by 8, 103, 95, 223 left. And we have a we have a miracle in the Windy City as the Pacers just hit a three. They lead 125, 122. There's 2.7 seconds left in that one. We'll keep our eye on that and keep our eye on the scoreboard in the XFL. What about the Sea Dragons getting their first victory of the season? And the the Viper, the Vegas Vipers were uh, projected uh, by our own Sam Shady to be one of the best teams in the league, and yet they're winless at this point. What's going on with them? Before I answer that, you skipped a team, Snowman. Who did I skip? The Golden State Warriors, Snowman. How are they doing? No, right? I didn't. No, I don't. Oh, I take that back. It was an eight-point lead. It's now down to a two-point lead, 103-101. There's still time, 145 left in that one as Clay Thompson drills a three-pointer. He has 22 points in the game. And I gave that – I gave an update of 103-95. Now they've scored six in a row. You know what, though, Snowman? You know what? They still never got the lead. I told you so. They still have not garnered the lead throughout our episode – of episode 12. So that was my point. They are still, still, still losing. There's still 145 left. They're still losing to the LeBron Les Lakers. We'll, we'll come back. You to may be handing me a receipt tomorrow, but we'll we'll see. 145. Yeah, now, left I might get in the way like this league. game's going. I mean, you might be giving me a receipt before the show even ends. But I'm not. Anyway, I already gave to, you a receipt. That's the only yeah, receipt you're going to get with the DC defenders. Nope. Nope. Not, <laughs> not, 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 not if the Warriors lose during the show. However, I'm not handing you that receipt. I'm not handing you that receipt. Now, answer my question. Will you please? (laughs) Vegas Vipers. Yes. Sam Shady. One who knows sports very well. But when Mm -hmm. it comes to the XFL, it was kind of hard to predict it because we hadn't really seen any tape. True. At that point. You know, when he made that prediction before the season really got underway, Mm -hmm. you hadn't really seen enough of a team to really say this team is going to be a dangerous team. I couldn't honestly say that. I had hopes for the D.C. defenders. But I didn't know they were going to be 3-0. and Give no. them their beer snake, please, is what we were basically saying before today happened. They gave them the beer snake. Yes. And everything And I fine. saw that beer snake. <laughs> yes. And there were no lemons on the nope. field today. Even no. when times were getting tough, Snowman, there were no lemons on the field. Why? Because you gave him the mother father and beer snake and when you give him yeah. the mother father and beer snake everything's they fine snake. Yep. Now, they, gave him, they gave him the beer snake when it comes to Vegas Vipers mm-hmm. and you think about the fact they are 0-3 now going into this first three weeks of the season pretty mm-hmm. much their playoff hopes are disintegrating by the minute 
Yes. It's not over yet, but it's almost over. Because when you start a season 0-3, even in the NFL with a longer schedule and more games to play to buffer that schedule with right. those losses, you don't have that in the XFL. No, you, you don't, don't have that many games to recover from an 0 and 3 deficit. So you pretty much yeah, need to win out. Ways. Yeah. You pretty much need to win out now if you're going to have any shot of making a run this year. And it's pretty much over. So I'm sorry, Sam Shady. The prediction was a little off. But again, it's it's kind of tough to predict those things within the first few weeks of the season yeah. because you need about three to four weeks to see these teams, especially when a new league's developing, to really have an understanding of what you're looking at to be able to say this particular team is going to be making noise. That's right. why I felt like based on what we saw the first two weeks, and we talked about it on Wednesday episode of uh, episode 83 of the NRI Sports Debate, we talked about the fact that we felt that this game might be the game of the year. It's going to be a close one mm-hmm. down to the wire, which eventually it was. Mm-hmm. And these two teams could face off again in the playoffs, potentially yeah. for the actual XFL championship. Yeah. For the second yeah. ever XFL championship. Because we didn't second get that ever. in 2020. We didn't. Because of the way the pandemic came through. We but here's the, here's the team that could put a monkey wrench in all of that. And that's the Houston, that's the Houston Roughnecks. They have yet to lose either in 2020 or now in 2023. They're going, going for 3-0 and tonight against San Antonio. You have to give credit where credit's due. Houston is still the Houston Roughnecks from 2020. They're still undefeated. Going into this evening. Going, going into this evening. Going into this evening. They are yeah, undefeated. They, they, but they still have one more game left before this weekend's over. Snowman. Yeah. Yeah. One and, more. Game. And that's the last one. That's an 8 o'clock kickoff. And Snowman could have just jinxed the Houston Roughnecks. If this team loses tonight, they won't. They are going to be coming to Indianapolis, Indiana, and trying to find the whereabouts within this state. They're not the man known as Snowman to have a discussion with him. No, they're not. They'll come come have a discussion with you first to try to find. No, they won't, because I've been the one that's saying that they were going to lose. You were the one that said they were going to win. So at least and I, and I think they're going to win tonight. We'll I find out gonna, when you're playing a, a team known as the Brahmas, named after Dwayne the Rock Johnson in oh, San Antonio, Texas. Mm-hmm. You are now zero and two. They are zero and two, Snowman. They are not doing that great. They need to turn it around, and they're going to turn it around against in actuality, the they're one and one. In actuality, they're one and one. Coming into tonight, they're one and yeah, one. But the game that they won, I still think it was a loss in my mind because the way they played. They need yeah. to get their actual first victory. They will earn both victories if they beat the Roughnecks, who are undefeated tonight, Snowman. They won't beat them. I think they they will. And you know what my final score is going to be? What? Twenty four to twenty two. Promise. You are crazy. What? Well, I know you're. I know you're crazy. Houston. Houston's not going to allow twenty two point twenty four points. Anything can happen, Stone Man. Did you ever watch this movie, Angels in the Outfield? Yep, and I fell it asleep. Can, it can happen. The kid said it can happen, and he waved his arms. Yeah, for the Angels, it happened. For the Angels, it happened in two thousand two, and it hasn't happened since. I think and that Houston, movie came out ten years before that even by, happened. They'll win by a field goal. Houston will win by three. They're favored by four, but I'm taking the points with this one. Snowman, I don't know. What's the the score you're saying? Say again. What is is the score you're saying you think it's going to be? 27-24. 27-24. 
Houston. 27, 24. So these, you know what, Snowman? You just contradicted yourself. You just contradicted. Because I said that they were going to win 24 to 22. You said the Houston really no, Roughnecks are, yes, it did. So they were going to win 24, 22. And you said <laughs> the Roughnecks are not going to give up that many points. And you just said, you just said that they were going to win 27, 24. Well, I'm giving San Antonio. They're still going to give up the same amount of San Antonio. I think I'm mistakenly giving San Antonio 20, 24 points worth of credit in a game that they're going to lose. And I'm going to hand you this right now from Los Angeles. Hey, are. What is this? On that, see what, what is that? 108, 101. 38 seconds left. 108, 101. 109, 101. I told you the LeBronless Lakers were going to pull this out. When we started this show, you said a doggone thing about that. Stop it. I said that the LeBronless Lakers were going to beat. The yeah, State you Warriors. said if. I did say you if. said you did. You said <laughs> if. I did say we're out of here for now. We'll see y'all next Sunday hey, on the Sunday edition. Everyone. Um, what? What? Everyone. Make <laughs> sure this week we now have. And the good thing about doing this on Sundays, we lead the week off with saying, you know how. Five days in a row of snowman in the morning, yeah. Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. as well. And this evening, get ready for episode 84 of the Interout Sports Debate at 9.05 p.m. Eastern Time. The legend, Mr. Rollback of Walmart, formerly my man, Darrell Owens, is there for episode 84 tonight to kick Wait. this Sunday streaming central time off. Going which, great, which means it's gonna, which means the set's gonna burn down from all the fire content that's coming with it. Absolutely, <laughs> the set's gonna, the set's gonna be burnt in in Virginia, and that is all. That's all the time we got. Uh, this this will replay on Monday, one o five. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the Sunday edition of the Sports Senseis with Drew and myself. We'll see y'all next Sunday, and to borrow from Sensei Drew. We leave you with one badass outro. We'll see you next Sunday. Make sure to check out the latest on Snowman Multimedia. And on that note...